Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Broad podcast. Um, we've had a couple of weeks off because our social lives haven't matched up. Um, we've had a busy run into Christmas between us, but here we are back again in that kind of no man's land between Christmas and New Year. Tonight uh, you've got me, Neil, and I'm joined by Chris. How you doing, man? Oh, good fella. Thank you very much. Yourself? I'm fine, thank you for asking to know in. How are you, mate? I'm good. Great. You, oh, that was a very reserved, I'm good. <laughs> Understated. I'm just ex- exhausted yeah, very... from Christmas. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of weird. I was back to work today for the first time since oh. Thursday or Friday of last week. Brutal. It was weird. It was weird going back. Like The trains are on a Saturday service and like, it was just, town wasn't particularly busy. It's just odd. It's an odd time of year. Is that, could, did you choose to do that then or do you, do you not have the holidays left? Um... Yeah, I chose to do it. Well, a bit of both. I'd used up holidays knowing that I was going to be working a couple of days. Like I was, I was only in a half day today. I'll be in a half day tomorrow. Um, right. So I, it kind of it's not the worst in the world. It's five or six days over Christmas is enough, I think, to be honest. <laughs> kind of feel like it's enough. Um, <laughs> you just want to get away from the kids again. In the house now. <laughs> but hey, Santa came, and that was the important thing. Did Santa come for you, Chris? Yeah, I guess it's one of those things sometimes, isn't it? Um, have we lost Chris already? No, I'm still here. Oh, you're still I here? Sorry, I thought we'd I lost you there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought we, we had all sorts of problems for about the past 20 minutes um, with Chris's microphone stopping working. I thought we'd lost him yeah. there. Uh, yeah, did Santa come for you, Chris? Uh, well, very uh, personal question, but yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> no magic touch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what goes until stays until, right? I haven't lost, I haven't lost that uh, ability. Uh, he did indeed, yes, yes. He brought me a, a, a new replacement coffee machine that broke about a couple of months before Christmas, and brought me some more, um, some more gear. Uh, what else did he get me? Oh, he brought me a Royals cap, and he brought me a nice Black Chiefs cap with a silver logo on it. Very nice. Oh, and did you get a visit from the big man in red? I sure did. I don't yeah. mean Andy. Re- I don't mean Andy Reid. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know who I'd rather have, to be honest. I'd rather have a nice time <laughs> chat with Andy Reid. That'd be great. Um, but yeah. no, he did, yeah. Got a few bits, got some golf gear, um, got some more clothes, got some food, got a lot of Baileys, as we just mentioned before we started. I got about three bottles of the stuff ready to so drink. We, um, we were just going through our drinks menu here. I've got a Jack and Coke <laughs> next to me. Owen's on, a, what was it, Baileys hot chocolate, was it? Yeah, I'm on a Baileys hot chocolate, yeah. Uh, and Chris, the classy Geordie, has a can of Carling. Which Whoa, is Geordie, you can't call us Geordies. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of are, aren't you? <laughs> we're technically called, from Durham, we're called Pit Yackers. Pit Yackers. I should know that because my dad's from up there. Oh, is he? Um, yeah, he's from Concert, so it's just up the road. Oh! Um, <laughs> Don't visit. that, about, about 15 minutes away from you, something like that? Uh, I can go over the tops through a few of the little kind of villages up uh, in the like Weirdale, and I can get there within about I'll say twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. We, we I, knew, I knew it wasn't there. far from you. Yeah. All oh, right. Nice. 
I haven't been back there in a long, long time. <laughs> to be honest, you're not missing anything, Neil. I, would have, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't wouldn't bother. <laughs> it's a choice. Of, I'd say we'll take the kids over to a concert or we can go to Florida. Hmm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a contest, is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I suppose we ought to talk a bit of football, really. Uh, the Chiefs, I believe, beat the Seahawks. Some score to not very many. 24-10? Yeah. Yeah, 24-10. Yeah. Super professional, yeah. Um... As I was saying to lads, I didn't see the game because I was out at a family do and I couldn't be bothered to watch it back, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, anyone got any input on it before we move on to more pressing stuff? Well, I think we both, we both watched it, didn't we, Owen? I didn't. I caught, I caught up with it on my phone because uh, I was out for dinner, Christmas Eve dinner. Um, well, and it was one of those cases where I looked at the, the halftime score, saw it was 17-3 on my phone and just didn't look at it again until the end of the game because it was one of those ones where it was like, well... We've won. It wasn't. It wasn't in doubt. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was. Yeah. Let me talk about <laughs> Christmas Eve, isn't it? I mean, it was. I was sat at home. Had me. Uh, the in-laws were here, and I was sitting watching it. I watched. I think it was the first half, and then, you know, as you do, you get the wife complaining that it's not very sociable with her family here. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So put it, <laughs> put, put it on my phone, so <laughs> you can have the television to yourself. You know, carry on with it. So I managed to did. I managed to watch it. I did see it. Um, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't a classic by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we were defensively above average, I would say. Um, offensively, very average. But when we needed to be kind of clinical, we were. But we kind of we did enough. But it was just it wasn't one of those classic performances. You wouldn't really want to go back and rewatch it. I wouldn't advise it to be honest, unless you really do want to kind of look at every snap and kind of almost analyse how the offensive line did, or how the kind of the Chiefs' pass rush fared up, or what the, you know, the DBs were like. But yeah, it was it just got the job done. Was that? You know. I, I kind of have a theory at the moment, right, that we are very much playing to the level of our opponents. And so when we play crap teams, we're not playing particularly well, but mm-hmm. we're still good enough to win. And then when we play reasonable teams, we play reasonably and we're still good enough to win. Mm. And I'm kind of curious to see what happens when we play good teams in a few weeks' wow. time. We we lose to them like the Bills and the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, but when, when it comes to playoff time... Like, no, I know, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. based on this season so far, doesn't go well. Yeah. And the Colts, which are one of the best teams in football at the moment. Well, they are. Mm. Actually, talking of Christmas Eve, we were at Hazel's sister's house, and Hazel's brother-in-law is a Colts fan. And <laughs> he had been over in Indianapolis. He was over with work um, oh, back, yeah. in, oh, back in week three, and he went to the Chiefs-Colts game. Oh, and my. the amount of shit I took off him because we'd lost <laughs> the bloody Colts oh, in week three. <laughs> and I was like, that was their Super Bowl. That was their season. But mm. that, that kind of got me thinking, we are a lot of teams' Super Bowl during the season. Like Everyone is like circling the Chiefs game, or this is a... We're going to give them our A game in that, and if we're not on it, then it's a closer game than it should be, and I think that's where we've been the last few weeks. Just I mean, yeah, when you're this, when you're that good, when you are like as, as successful as the Chiefs have been over the past like few years, like the target on your back is is an expect, expectation at this point. It's just everyone's looking out for you. I mean, like 
whether it's within the division, within your conference, outside the conference, everyone just because obviously they're going to be watching the games, right? They're going to be noticing mm. like the success we're having. So that target almost comes naturally to to that success, I guess. And it's almost a almost a credit to to how well the Chiefs have been the past few years. It's a sign of respect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. I mean, I just I want very quickly before we can move on from the game after this, if you like, but just kind of touching on it. I said that defensively we were above average and we kind of got the job done when it came to the offence. The time of possession, Seahawks had 35 minutes, 2 seconds. We had 24 minutes, 58. Um, they had 73 total players. We had 51. We had 19 first downs compared to the Chiefs' 14 first downs. Um, they had 333 total yards of offence. We had 297. Um, there was only 20 more yards for the Chiefs than the uh, Seahawks, but they had almost twice as many rushing yards. So... It just kind of goes to show some of those statistics how much they actually had the ball compared to the Chiefs. And the fact that we scored 24 points to their 10 um, kind of shows you how defence played and the fact that when we needed to, in that short time of possession, Chiefs got the job done. They did what they needed to. So they were just, it was kind of efficient, but certainly not at the best. I, I kind of, time of possession is one I, I really don't particularly care about because we're capable of scoring quickly. Hmm. And, you know, it's more about the number of possessions we get that that would concern me. So I'm having a quick look here. Seahawks had three, six, eight. Seahawks had 12 possessions mm-hmm. and we had four, six, eight. We had 11 possessions. So if yeah. there's only one possession difference between us, I'm backing us to win nine times out of ten. You would, if, yeah. If it's, if it's like a seven possessions each kind of game then I'd be slightly more concerned because you have less margin for error there. Like, yeah. The more possessions we get, the more likely we are to score touchdowns just because we score touchdowns on a higher percentage of drives than most other teams do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at a team that if you have two plays and, and they score a touchdown off of it and then there's, then the other team goes down the field, strings together like a 12-play drive and then kicks a field goal, what team's better? If you base it on time possession, it's, it's, it's team B, but... Realistically, like if you're getting an 80 yard touchdown off two plays, then you're probably the better team. The team's gone down there and kicked the field goal. So it's a strange stat that people love to. That's it. Hang on just... to, but it does hold some sort of, you know. Yeah, I mean, the majority of it just kind of goes to show that they had, even if you say you look at it as like a 50 50 possession, you know, we put 24 points to their 10 and, you know, we stopped on defense. So it was, it was good. It was good to watch from a defensive standpoint, but. Um, Certainly, it wasn't the best. It wasn't a spectacle offensively. But apart from, you might have seen the kind of Superman touchdown from Mahomes using oh, his yes, hand in a press up yes. pose to hold his body up in the air before reaching out for the pylon. It was just, it was just another kind of MV Pat moment, as they say. You know, it's you've got people shouting that he should be named MVP now for that. And after that, and to be honest, I think it's a, I think it's in the bag. I think it's. A, he should have been named MVP before that, shouldn't he? I mean, realistically. Yeah, of course he should. Of course he should. I, I know there's a certain Homer element from three Chiefs fans that are talking about this, but <laughs> like, could, could you make a case for anybody else? Realistically, Owen, could you make a case for anyone else to be MVP? I mean, there's certainly names in the hat. I'm not going to say that there's no one out there that's... Because the Chiefs still have a very good team around them. Like, it, people talk about... I know, obviously, we lost Tyreek Hill, but we still have Travis Kelsey. We still have, like pieces on, on, on offense. We still have Andy Reid at the helm. We still have a decent defense. So 
I, I think we lost Tarek Hill and everyone was like, well, look, he's doing it with no one now. Like, we don't. We kind of have the best times that, that we've, it, we've ever seen. Um, so we still have pieces and we, he still has a good team around him. But I think he's the leader, but I don't think he's completely out of the question yet. Because people started creeping in like Justin Jefferson now that he's having this tear of a season. Um, and then you look at the pieces around the Vikings compared to the Chiefs. Like, I think the Chiefs are the better overall team. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's I think he's the front runner, Mahomes, but I don't think it's completely out of the question. I think there's still a couple of people floating about. I'd be amazed if somebody else gets it and he doesn't. I really will be. Um, again, not just because I'm a Chiefs fan, but everything. Just look at everything he's done um, this season compared to everybody else. Everybody else has had some kind of big question mark over them. Um, you know, they, they've really they've struggled in certain areas, and he's just he put every single year. I think it was for the past five years, he's put up over four and a half thousand yards and 35 touchdowns. It's just it's madness. You know, nobody else has been doing this kind of thing. You know, it just it's crazy. So, and the last time, how many times does it go to a non non quarterback? It really, yeah. it rarely does. Derrick Henry didn't he win it? When he had a two thousand yard season, yeah. But I mean, outside of that, I think what he did, it was one in ten. That's the, that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not even convinced he won it that year. Yeah, and so I can't see somebody like Justin Jefferson coming along and taking it away or taking no. out the clutches of Patrick Mahomes. I think J- um, Jalen Hurts is the only name, and he has a stellar offensive line, and he has AJ Brown and Sanders is a good running back. Big part but of then they took, ability but as well. They... Yeah. And they took a healthy Cowboys team to the final moments of the game with Gardner Minshew a quarterback. Minshew. I think that diminishes Jalen Hurts' MVP case, if anything, mm, because they still held it. Like, if, if Jalen Hurts really is the MVP, surely when you lose, lose him and put Minshew in the game, your team's going to crumble against a good team like the Cowboys. But they stood in there and they fought to the very end. If we lost Mahomes, it, it would... I don't think it'd be the same story. <laughs> I could imagine going to... Re- yeah, I was going to say... Chad, Chad Henney against the Bengals. <laughs> or going to Raymond James Stadium to play a Bucks who we've struggled against kind of perennially almost and you've got Chad Henney coming in and blowing them away don't think so it's not, it's not going to happen <laughs> I tell well, you what as far as Mahomes goes you, you just watch him and he's different to the rest yeah, like, yeah. I, I find it really difficult to watch other games because I'm watching their quarterback going why can't they do what our guy does and yeah. he, he does it so often you just get so used to seeing it, and then you watch other teams and you go, "These guys are shit." But why are they actually... taking the sack? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not actually. Sh- yeah, why aren't they throwing it left-handed behind their back with their eyes closed to a yeah. guy thirty yards downfield? Because how guy would do that? Why don't like... they have eyes in the back of the head and can see the see it's... somebody coming from behind, yeah. feel the pressure, and disappear with six sense? It's not that those guys are bad. It's just he is another level ahead of them. Yeah, like, he's just. He's we're just lucky. a street apart from them. Yeah, we are. We're, we're absolutely spoilt rotten at the moment. And having supported the Chiefs through some fairly shitty quarterbacks over oh, the years, God, yeah, I am it. loving it. Yeah, absolutely. Loving every second of this. <laughs> I'm milking it for what it's worth because I know in 10 years' time, we're going to be at the point where we're going, oh, please, God, do not give us, please don't get a shit quarterback. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We've been yeah, used to this. Looking for his replacement. Oh. I'm not looking forward to that. No, God, I'm not. But so hey, get used to it. Milk it for all it's worth. Because it, nothing yeah, enjoy, lasts forever. Enjoy every second of <laughs> what he brings to us. Big star. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, um, we kind of... 
when we were talking before about what we were going to talk about, I don't really want to talk about the Seahawks game much. No. And it was a more a kind of a, where do you see us in the AFC bigger picture? So let's go Chris first. Where do you see us in relation to the other playoff teams? In relation to where you think we'll where we'll fit into the playoff picture, or kind of uh, how 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 good are we compared to the rest of them? Um, some will. Well, actually, we've had one of the tougher schedules, and we've come out the first half of it really, really well. Oh, well, first half we came out the first part of it really well, and then we had a kind of a bit of an easier second stretch. Um, that I can't lose sight of. Um, but I thought looking at when the schedule came out, I thought this is going to be a real tough kind of first half of the season. This. And you know we 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 did really well out of it. I think we, we were something like um, was it like six and two or something like that. We came out of it. Um, uh, we lost to the Bills and we lost to the Colts. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was kind of I felt like it could potentially be a little bit, but it should have been better than that actually. Knowing what we've uh, what we've done, looking back at that Colts game, it's just that still to this day I don't know how the hell we've lost that game, but it doesn't matter. Um, I think there probably are more rounded squads. I think the Eagles are probably a more rounded squad um, when it comes to the uh, playoff contenders overall. Um, I don't think I've got question marks. So we're talking about question marks, and we're talking about how we feel the kind of the squad um, is kind of holding up. If we've got any concerns going into the into the playoffs, the, the couple of areas of concerns I do have is the fact that you're going to be playing the best of the best. Um, there's no easy games when it gets to the playoffs. Um, I do think we're going to finish as the, the the second seed, so we won't get a bye. Unfortunately, I can see the um, the Bills beating the Bengals, but I would, you know, I would love it going to the old Kevin Keegan thing. I'd love it if they beat them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I do see us having to play that extra game. But you then there's no easy games when you get to the playoffs, and I do feel that the concerns that I've got of the two tackles have been two of the worst in the NFL this year in terms of giving up pressures and sacks. Orlando Brown's been better recently, but. Wiley's had, it, it doesn't look like it, but he's had a woeful season really with the amount of pressures and sacks he's let up. Um, he's a good backup, but he's not a start and right tackle. You, you, you know, you, they, they, I've got concerns about those two, so the, the left and right tackles um, going up against some of these kind of premier edge rushes in the uh, in the the pre uh, sort of the, the, the post season. Uh, and the other thing is that you've got some real good receivers out there, and how the young DBs are going to stack up against them. I mean, first time round. We did pretty well in containing Jamar Chase. Not like last year where he tossed a new one. Um, it wasn't as bad, but they're still young. They're improving all the time, but I just wonder whether that youth's going to kind of creep up on us a little bit and it's maybe going to be potentially our downfall. Um, I hope not, but I do have a concern about it. I'd be lying if I said I was completely comfortable with them. Um, pass rush a little bit. Not so much the first two points, but pass rush a little bit, but... With Chris Jones having one of the best years he's had in his career, you, you can't really count them out. And I know me and you had this argument about kind of a discussion about George Karlaftis. Uh, of late, he's been he's been getting home, he's been getting the job done a bit more in the last five weeks. Um, hopefully, that continues, that growth continues going into the the, the playoffs. Um, but you know, we know that it's a, a position of need for us. Um, it's certainly it's not up there with with some of the others. I mean, like the Bills pass rush is brilliant. Um, we're going to potentially struggle if we can't get home like they can. Even without Von Miller, though, that like losing Von yeah. Miller is a big, big one for them. It just doesn't seem to have affected them, though, does it? I mean, they've still got some great players. They're getting home, and 
you know, sod's law, isn't it? <laughs> Lose one of the best players and he's still getting still getting there. So, Owen, when it comes to the playoffs, it looks likely we're going to have to beat the Bengals and the Bills, probably. Can we do that? <laughs> I say without any great confidence. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the track record of the regular season, um, it's, it's a big no. Because um, we lost to them both. But then I say that with uh, looking at the 2019 postseason where we beat, where we lost to the Texans, the Titans, and the 49ers all in the regular season and then beat them all on the way to a Super Bowl ring. So I think it's two different sports, the regular season and the playoffs. Um, I think when you get there and when, and when it's it's crunch time, I don't think there's a, there's a quarterback or a team I'd rather be on that side of than the Chiefs because we've been there and done it over the past few seasons. Mm. Uh, but you never know. I think the Bengals and the Bills have both gotten better, which helps, obviously. Um, well, helps them at least. Um, it'll be there'll be fun games. There'll definitely be fun games. I'll put it that way. Um, and I, it's really hard to tell at the moment. I, I couldn't give you a prediction. When you just said Super Bowl ring, there, I just had the image flash in my mind of that one that we wore when we were doing the tour, and Chris oh, yeah. brought out that forty grand's worth of uh, Super Bowl winning ring. I was like, I just got a, the clearest yeah. image of that being on my finger there. Yeah, <laughs> dragging your hand on the floor like a. <laughs> Like oh, a, a gorilla or something like, <laughs> like like an unevolved person <laughs> scraping your like, knuckles <laughs> it was like I was doing weights just lifting me I'm up to scratch my ear or something like. <laughs> oh god <I'll> <laughs> um, well, let's so hope we can get another one but it'll be tough to do it going through those teams so who who's the favourites in the AFC then who, who if you had to pick who was going to the Super Bowl who are you backing I mean, it's a three-horse race, right? It's, it's Bengals and Chiefs at the, yep. at the moment. Um, yep. I don't see the Chargers doing too much in the postseason, uh, especially against these like the other three teams. I think the Chargers are a good team. I think they're getting better as the season goes on, but I don't think they're in the same calibre as, as these teams at the moment. Um, if I had to eliminate another one after that, it's probably going to be the Bengals and looking at Chiefs' bills. Um, but then it's a, it's a complete coin flip. It's, it's so hard to predict this AFC. Um, it's such a tough conference, and, and, and there are three really good teams there. So I don't know if I had to. Uh, the Chiefs fan of me wants to say Chiefs, but I think the Bills have been playing so well this year, and, and they're that's, a fun team to watch. That's fascinating that you tossed out the Bengals so quickly there, because I think they are a horrible matchup for us, and I would much rather play the Bills than I would the Bengals. Really? Yeah. Fifty-fifty oh, for me. I think they're both the, top games. The three receivers for the Bengals scare the shit out of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think the Bills are the more well-rounded team, though. The Bills are the ones where they can hurt you in so many different ways. And I think they're, they, they're a more mature team. Yeah, I think the thing with the Bills... Well, saying that, the Bengals are in the bloody Super Bowl last year. So, yeah, you know, the, they, they've been there and done it and they know what it takes mm. to get there. But the Bills, there's too much on Josh Allen... And the Bengals, like, they, they they just have the weapons that will hurt us with our inexperienced defensive backs compared to Buffalo. Isaiah McKinney and Gabe Davis don't scare anybody. But then you say that it's too much on Josh Allen, but if you look at the game from, I just looked at the Bills' last game against the, the Bears, right? Josh Allen, 172 passing yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions, and they still won by 20. Yeah, Twenty-two points. They had two hundred rushing yards in twenty carries. Yeah, but like it's not all on Josh Allen. Like they've got such a well-rounded no, like, team. 
Get a few turnovers as well. Defense helps them out, and special teams aren't too bad either. So, like that's a trouncing. Josh Allen had a under two hundred passing yard and two interception game. It's, that's not great stats. And when you look at the score, you can't believe that's the stat line that Josh Allen had for that game. Hmm. I just think they're such a well-rounded team. And even if Josh Allen doesn't play well, and he does, and the picks were bad as well. I watched the game back; they were some really bad throws he was making. But they still win by twenty-two points. It's. Yeah. I mean, I know the Bears are the Bears, but. They're just such a well-rounded team, and, and I, I don't know. They're, 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 I think they're scaring me more than the Bengals just because you see a stat line like that and you think, okay, it must have been a close game or they lost, and they won by 22 points. I don't know. It's, it's tough. That's like three possessions. Chris, where do you stand? I think I'd have to agree. I mean, looking at it, if I think I would – I mean, I was just, we were talking before about the, um, the CBF's kind of, CBS's wildcard projection, uh, their round projection. Um, I think if it was me – Look at the projections they've got as well. I'd be kind of eliminating the Ravens and the Jags from the equation. Um, I'd be inclined to eliminate the Dolphins as well. It's down again a three-horse race: Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. Um, let's not forget we beat the Bills, but should have beat the, should have beat the Bengals as well. But absolutely, I think the worst second half I've seen in a long time, and completely screwed it up. So we've got the ability to do it. We seem like we're coming to our own when it gets to the postseason but both those teams do scare me um it's i can't i believe we can do it and i think that i i would happily kind of have that positive mindset that i tend to try and keep um even when we're behind in games and, and what have you it doesn't matter who we're playing uh but it's going to be it is going to be tough um i think for me in terms of those three i would rate them I think the Bills probably right now because they do seem to just always get the job done. It doesn't matter how badly Josh Allen plays. I think the defense is so good they tend to bail them out of holes quite a lot. I'd probably say Bills would have Chiefs slightly edging the Bengals, but even though they beat us, um, but it's a very very close call thing. I mean, in terms of the NFC, I mean you're looking at there's a number of teams in the AFC. I think who are really tough too tough to play. The NFC, I mean, I think the the only potential three that I think are, are going to make it to the Super Bowl, either Eagles, Vikings, or the 49ers. But I think I can't see past the 49ers. I think maybe the Vikings and the Eagles maybe the ones that actually kind of push that. There's only, I think, a couple of them that I'd really be bothered about. I think the Eagles would be more bothered about than the likes of the 49ers and the Vikings. I mean, we've already beat the 49ers this year. Um, and I think if we get there, I think we can do it. I think if we, whoever from the AFC gets there, I think they'll win the, the Super Bowl, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I think I would agree. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have the Vikings in there. I'd have Dallas in there. Um, would you over the Vikings? I, I, st- I still don't particularly rate the Vikings. Their, their defense is horrible. Um, yeah, I is. think if, if, if one of these three AFC teams get to the Super Bowl and they see the Vikings as their opponent, I think oh, they're licking you. their lips. You'd be right I think they are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're already trying to get ring sizes sorted out. They're already... Because that is... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're a good team, but against one of these AFC teams and in that playoff run against Philadelphia and the 49ers and Dallas even, I yeah. don't see the Vikings doing much. They, they, they're, they're a fun regular season team, the Vikings, but they never seem to, it never seems to last. They've just seemed to have got one of these... Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah. They just seem to have this kind of never-say-die attitude and it doesn't matter how far behind they are. They always seem to just, at the minute, they just seem to win. They just never seem to know how to lose. Mm. But it's a different different kettle of fish when you come to the, the playoffs. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move along to this week's game because I know, Owen, you were dying to talk about this. <laughs> Chiefs play the Raiders. 
the Chiefs sorry, play no, sorry, the, the Chiefs Jarrett play the Donkeys. Did... You, you want to talk about oh, the yeah. Raiders. Let's talk yeah. about the Raiders. Okay, uh, yeah, sure. Derek Carr. Derek See you Carr later. Has <laughs> Thanks been, for coming. Has been benched. Will, uh, I, I'll put it this way. My understanding is that he will be either traded or cut in the off-season. Um, well, he's left the team. Well, he he's for moved away to stop yeah. being a distraction this season. Um, One thing I will he... give him credit for, I would never take Derek Carr to be a distractions guy. I would never expect him to distract the rest of the team. He doesn't. He seems too nice of a guy, too good of a character to do that. I don't see him as a type of guy. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there because he doesn't seem like the type to me. It's so it, essentially, they, they don't want to get him injured in the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, so that he, he might have some trade value. I think the other thing is as well with that, the re- I think the reason they've benched him is that, like I was saying yesterday in the, uh, the WhatsApp group, that if they are able to kind of trade him or whatever or he goes, he's kind of got a guaranteed salary for 2023, which is the need to give him something like five, six million or something. But if he gets a serious injury in the next few weeks and he has no trade value, that pretty much ends up having to get, um, he gets paid something like 33 million for 2023 guaranteed. So they don't want to do that. And I think it was always going to be for me that it was going to go because, I mean, they're not going to stick with him for 133 million, I think it was, remainder. And to be honest, it just seems as though now, because they got rid of Gruden, was it Gruden and Mayock, um, they just, they seem to be getting rid of every single player that were kind of taken by like, those guys. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, look, Josh Jacobs, he's probably going to go as well, which seems ludicrous because he's had a hell of a season. He's been brilliant, but... Oh, it's just the Raiders are the Raiders. It's just like they're imploding. Raiders gonna Raider. Hell yeah. Um, so the the talk is that the Raiders are gonna make a run for Tom Brady for next season. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it to happen. Brady and run in the same sentence. They don't mean kind of like a, a saunter <laughs> for Brady. You know, <laughs> they're gonna make a they're gonna make a bit of a hobble for Brady. Take a zimmer <laughs> for him for him. Like, oh, God, how long's the guy going to go on? Like Brady, yeah, he's a goat, fine. Well, yeah. And has he still... He's not the Tom Brady of three, four, five years ago. No. So... He's not the Tom Brady of two years ago who won a Super Bowl with Tampa. No, he's not. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agreed. Absolutely agreed. Mm. Like, would, would you be bothered... By the Raiders, if the Raiders traded for Tom Brady, I, I want it to happen. I want it to really? happen. I think it would be so much fun. Imagine being able like, to they, like they could knock have weapons, Tom Brady. Let's say out. they re-signed Josh Jacobs, right? Let's say that mm-hmm. they made it a priority to keep him. Then you've got Brady, Devontae Adams, Waller, Jacobs, Renfro. Like, that's not a bad, not a bad offense to get the ball to if Brady can just. Stay upright, but the, I think the it's, problem this year was the offensive line. They, it was shit. I think it's more so just the opportunity to knock him out of the playoffs, or not not allow him to get into the playoffs. Near them. Just the ability to to beat him twice a season mm. in the division, I think, will be it's too tempting enough to, to take like to to take up on. Just just from a pure like, I want to see him lose standpoint. Um, and completely disregarding who's around him and what, just the opportunity to beat him. Yeah, it might be a bit selfish of me, but I think it's it's too tempting to pass off. I, I can buy into it. Yeah. What I want to see is a little bit like a kind of Lionel Messi situation, where like you know, 
you've seen the, the, the debate between who's, who's the better out of Messi and Ronaldo. Ronaldo's gone to so many different top leagues around Europe, applied his trade there, and he's done it at every single level, proven himself at every level. You've got Tom Brady's just kind of sitting there at the minute in the NFC, cushy little number. Get yourself in the AFC where actually we know that it's really, really tough. It's very tough and see how you fare. Albeit, people say, well, he's 53 now, which you'd probably <laughs> still be playing then. Um, but <laughs> come on, show us what you've got. If you've got anything left in the tank, which he hasn't, you know, but I want to see him come play. The books, are, the books are seven and eight at the moment. It's not like he's... <laughs> in the playoff race as well. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That, that tells you the level of the NFC exactly. stuff, doesn't it? Um, but like, it's not like he's lit the league up this year. He's had a couple of kind of late comebacks, but I really, I would be more worried if Derek Carr was the Raiders quarterback than I would if Tom Brady was, and that's yeah. so strange to say, yeah. but let's... it doesn't make it any less kind of how I feel, I just... Let's face it, there could have been, or should have been, potentially six and nine because of that absolute bogus rough in the passer call, Grady Jarrett. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just still to this day it's just unbelievable but... one thing I did realise about Derek Carr um, leaving the Raiders though was that I, I was there for his last home game ah. oh yeah in Las Carr. Vegas against the Patriots and what a game it was with that with that last second victory the walk-off winner from Chandler Jones um, which yeah, is really weird looking back on now knowing that it was his his last game as a Raider at home so you've been to two NFL games this season yeah? I've been a very lucky boy yeah you, you've wow. been to watch the Raiders twice. Yeah, yeah. Call me a Raiders man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So the Raiders away at Kansas City and the Raiders at home against the Pats. Mm. Well, it's it's interesting. It's going to spark the debate about what you... I mean, Devontae Adams, basically a big reason for him coming over from the Packers was that it's his mate. Mm-hmm. So what happens now? Is he going to say, yeah, I'm content to sit here? Or actually, do you know what? I want to go to a contender. I don't want to sit here with whipping boys of the AFC West. And, and this was this was their year, right? They, they were loading up to face the AFC West. They knew that the Broncos had Russell Wilson. They knew that the Chargers were reloading and they had they had stronger pieces. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to go out there and we're going to get Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league. We're going to get Chandler Jones, the guy that's still got fuel in the tank and can still do bits on the defensive line. Mm. And they've got a losing record, and Derek Carr's been benched. It's, it's the most Raiders thing in the world. It's so funny. <laughs> There's nothing more funny in the, the, the NFL than the AFC, AFC West, is that It's just, it's brilliant. It, it really is good. Just because of the hype as well. Not only from the fans of the AFC West, but the analysts and, and the media and Twitter all talking about the Broncos and Raiders and Chargers all off season. It's, it's just like you said before, we've got a target on our back, and everybody's looking to hit it. Yeah, and everyone's missed. Except the AFC West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not one of them. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, look at you just Russ, lol, as you, were, you know, would say as a kid. Um, well, I'll tell you what, let's let's move on to Russ, lol. Okay. Um, <laughs> because the Broncos have, uh, have fired their... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Have fired their first-year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. After getting beat by fifty-one points to fourteen by the Rams with Baker Mayfield at quarterback, <laughs> just, you can't make it I up. I can't can even you? say that was true. You can't make it up. I mean, this, this, the stupid thing is the Broncos a couple of weeks back were the number one defense in the NFL, not just the not just the AFC or anything like that, the whole of the NFL. It was ridiculous, and then they go and get beaten by fifty odd points, completely against any kind of form. 
and it's with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the day after the Super Bowl, the Rams Bengals Super Bowl? Could you imagine telling someone that in I don't know uh, how many months, ten, ten, ten months. months' time, Baker Mayfield would lead the Rams to a fifty-four to fourteen victory against Russell Wilson's Broncos? You and you never... won't be making the playoffs either. <laughs> you would never be about years. five and ten at that point yeah. as well. <laughs> never in a million years would anyone believe a word coming out of your mouth, and yet here we are. Gosh, I mean, look at all insane. the odds would have been on that. <laughs> that would just be brilliant, wouldn't it? I mean, be, like, it's just unheard of. It's, it's it's been it's been a strange one. It's just all of that preseason hype about the AFC West. They're loading up. They're coming for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are done. Well, okay. What do, we expect, what do we expect to see from Denver this week? Because they're, they're I'm going to laugh saying this as well. Their clock manager is now head coach, and he was shite at clock management. <laughs> so like. <laughs> what their, their, list of did not, their list of did not practices is uh, Anderson the tackle, Browning the linebacker, Dulwich the tight end, Randy Gregory, Kareem Jackson safety, <sighs> DJ Jones nose tackle, Latavius Murray, Mike Purcell nose tackle, Billy Turner offensive tackle, Sean Williams defensive end, and Quan Williams free safety all did not practice. <laughs> Right. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way my expectations for the Chiefs Broncos game I cannot wait for the fourth quarter duel between Chad Henney and Russell Wilson yeah, I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> that fourth quarter battle of where, where Russell Wilson's trying to save a 30 point loss and Chad Henney's just trying to run the clock down getting sacked wait. by Chris Lemons. <laughs> they'll beat us now They'll beat us now, or it'll be a last field goal winner, a last second oh, field did. goal winner. But to be fair, though, what they're, they're going to have, they're going to have to come back and show that they can react to that absolute blowout last week. So they, I don't think they're going to be a walkover. They're playing for some of them, playing for the futures, and they really have to kind of. They've got we're to put a little. Playing bit for of, the futures last week, weren't they? No, exactly. <laughs> but now they, they, they really are. I mean, they, Hackett's gone. They're going to be almost looking at a rebuild. I think uh, it, it's it's not far off, and they they've got some great pieces to work with, like I said, defensively. But they've got to come out and show something because you know they've got to show a little bit of grit at least because that was an absolute ass whooping last week, and yeah. that sometimes can be a little bit dangerous. But Christ, I mean, what is it now? Something like twelve straight victories, Chiefs over the, the Broncos. Uh, Owen, am I right in saying you have never seen the Chiefs lose to the Broncos? Yeah, the streak is still alive. That's correct, yeah. And it looks like Young it's going to last another year. I'll put it like. I, I reckon mean, it could last well into yeah. next season. <laughs> In all seriousness, I do think that teams, when they fire their head coach, especially one that's been as bad as Nathaniel Hackett has been, they do seem to show some life the, in the following weeks just because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, fresh start, let's wipe yeah. the slate clean. And, and like when you're stuck in a rut of a bad head coach and who's a bad play caller and you're not getting the results, when you get rid of him and you have that fresh start, like when the Jags got rid of Urban Meyer, yeah. They have kind of like a mentality about okay, let's just really show them what we could do without the the daunting pressure of this awful Circus. head coach. So I don't know that they might have some life. I think I think they will have some life in them. In all seriousness, I don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, but I don't. I think it will be like a Seahawks Chiefs game where it's just like okay, th- this was never in question, but the score line's not too far away. So the yeah. Chiefs are twelve and a half point favourites. Mm. Where where do you both stand on that then? I'd bet the over. You take the over, would you? Yeah, thirteen points. I don't think is too that. That's a touchdown and two field goals. I don't think that's too unreasonable. 
Yeah, yeah it's it could be it's doable. It's just I, I do wonder. I can't get away from the fact that prior to the uh, the blot last week, they were the number one defense in the NFL, and they had been for a reason. But those injuries could be uh, they could play a part. Um, do you know what? It's one of those things where either the Chiefs are going to scrape past them like with about twenty points, twenty four at most, or they'll stick a forty burger on them. It's just it's weird. I, I don't see it being kind of one of those where it's thirty point range. It's going to be within the twenties or the or the forties. I think. It's just strange, but we'll win, no doubt. Um, I'm just looking. So Paddy Powers have the Chiefs over under at 28 and a half, and they have the Broncos over under at 16. Hmm. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if it is in that kind of probably a bit, a bit lower than the 28. I think I'd probably 28 with the Chiefs. I think conservatively, I'll go under on it. Didn't we score 30 on them in the first half earlier in the season? Uh, off the top of my head. Something like that, yeah. Which is, surpri- again, it surprised me because they're so good defensively that we'll be, we're kind of blowing them out. So I'll, I think it'll be the under on the 28. We'll win, but I think it'll be under. Yeah, Owen? <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's tough because, like I said, fresh start, fresh team. New, new, like you know, it always feels like a new team with with a different head coach at the helm. But mm. I think it'll be a comfortable win. I think I think we'll get the over um, right. on the point differential. Um, maybe like twenty seven to ten around that range, twenty seven to thirteen. Um, so yeah, I think I think we'll just get under that point that po- point total for Kansas City. And what was the Broncos one? Ten. Sixteen. Uh, oh, 16. sixteen. Yeah, I bet the under on both on that one. And I think we'll, we'll cover the spread on point differential. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it ended up think... 34-28, wasn't it, the last game? Because yeah. I think the defensive line played really well for the Chiefs last last week against the Seahawks. From what I saw, um, we were stuffing a lot of runs. I think Chris Jones has been playing really well recently. Um, and I don't think Russell Wilson has been playing well. I think he's really short. And I think his height has, has finally got the best of him this, this season. Um when it kind of was a mute factor like in the rest of his career, I think this season is, is kind of starting to take its toll. And when you've got people like George Karlaftis on that line, who could just swap balls down all day. Um, I think the, the defensive line will have a really strong game and I think it will limit them offensively. Yeah. Well, we actually, you know, the strange thing is in the second half, we only actually put up seven, put seven points on them a couple of weeks back. Mm. It was, um, we got, it was 27, what was it? 27, 14 at the half. They put 14 on us. We put seven on them in the second half. Hmm. So it was a. They seemed to kind of shown up in the second half, but you know, didn't do that last week. So let's hope we have a bit more of a game like last week for us, and that we stick a lot of points on them. But do you know what? Wouldn't surprise me if it's under the 28, and that's what I'll stick with. It looks like we're fully healthy. Um, I'm just looking at today's injury reports just come out for us. Um, it's oh, I only saw got this. Five- it's only got five players on it, which is Burton, Gray, Nardi, Wiley, and Prince Tager Wanogo. Mm. Um, Burton, Gray, Nardi, and Wiley were all full practice Wednesday and Thursday, and Prince Tager uh, didn't practice today because of illness. Right, and I believe Harmon's back as well. I think he he'll be back for this game. Oh, is he back? Is he back from IR? I think he is. Yeah, I think the only person that's left on the on the injury report is that Prince Tager. I think I think everyone else everyone else practiced. Unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. You wouldn't hear about Hardman unless they actually have, have uh, elevated or, or taken him yeah, up. Yeah, Hardman doesn't come on. Oh yeah. 
on the injury the report until yeah. he comes back. They don't need to until he comes back, yeah. That's it. Ah, right, okay. Got there, it wasn't far off last week. I think they were saying they was potentially going to play last week, so wouldn't surprise me. Because there is a window where they've got like a, a latest point where they can, um, where they can like reactivate him on the roster, isn't there? Otherwise, he's done for the season. Well, after what um, two weeks? <laughs> it's, well, all right, okay. Sorry, there's the post season as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a quick look through Denver's injury report, but it hasn't brought out Thursdays yet, so I can't really say anything on that. Oh. Um, yeah. Hardman coming back, yeah, I'd be, f- I'd be fine if he came back this week. Get a couple of weeks in to knock the rust off before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look, as long as we get the win and the and the Bills lose to the Bengals, I'm fine. And we get no major injuries. Whatever the score is, at this point in the season, when you're playing teams like the Broncos and the Raiders in the last two weeks, you just want to get a win and get out of there. I don't care about blowing them out. I don't care about like doing loads of cool stuff. Just get a win, get out of there, make sure no one gets injured. That's it. That's There's only one stat that matters, isn't it? And that's what's in the kind of the win column. Yes, yeah, yeah. and and it matters just as much to the Bills, who are up against a tough, tough Cincinnati team this weekend. They've got the one seed at stake. So, are we are we all staying up for the Bills Bengals game? I'm really tempted to, yeah. Ooh, possibly. I'm, I'm not working. I'm not working on the Tuesday, so I am really tempted to. Is well. Tuesday the second? Mm. Yeah, so it's Monday night Bank football. Holiday. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm working New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Well, oh, wait, New Year's Day is oh, yeah. first. No, I'm working the third. I'm working the third as well. But I might just squeeze it in. I might just do it anyway. Because it'll be a really good game. Let me look the second. Yeah, the second's the Monday. The Tuesday. Is the Tuesday. Isn't that a. The oh, Tuesday's the third. Yeah. No, we've got the. Yeah, yeah, like the, the, the Monday's the bank holiday, isn't it? But then. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're off the Tuesday as well. Well, I but yeah, I think I'm gonna. Way. I think I'm gonna be staying up for it anyway, just because it's, it's gonna be such an important game as well as a really fun game. Uh, as a fan and as a Chiefs fan, uh, it's, it's good in two regards. I think so. Yeah, I'll be staying up for it. I'll try, but I'm not making any promises. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were coming to yours, Chris's, aren't we? Chris's <laughs> <laughs> short flight from from, from Neil. <laughs> well, no, yeah, actually, yeah, because you'll be bringing your family, Neil. So no, you're not coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I could fly to Newcastle. Forty-five minute flight. Guess what? I'm coming back to concert. Oh, okay. (laughs) All round mine for the Bills and Bengals game. Then, Uh, well, I'll try. I'll try. Grand so. Um, right, lads. I think we've rambled long enough today. Um, I've no idea how long this one has lasted because of all our technical issues that we've had. (laughs) Couple of hiccups around the way. Yeah. if this kind of is an okay listen, can you give us some feedback on it? Because it's been an absolute shit show behind the scenes. <laughs> technical <laughs> difficulty after technical difficulty. Uh, so any rates and reviews you can give us this week to say, Jesus, lads, you made it through. That'll, that'll be fine. I would really appreciate <laughs> yeah, exactly. that. You, you survived the first podcast in three weeks. And hopefully all um, the uh, the listeners have had a, a good Christmas and you know, wish you a happy new year as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, happy new year indeed, yeah. Uh, Chiefs playing on New Year's Day at 6pm. Um, UK time. Yes, UK time, yeah. Noon kickoff at Arrowhead. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, right. Owen, thanks for your time, mate. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. And to you, Christopher, thank you for your time. Cheers, guys. Much appreciated. And we'll say from one kingdom to another, that's goodbye for now. <laughs>